Hello and welcome to the latest Safer West Mercia podcast. My name is John Campion and I am the West Mercia Police and Crime Commissioner. And I'm joined today uh, by uh, some colleagues and I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi everyone, I'm Nicola Lowry and I'm the Assistant Police Crime Commissioner for West Mercia working alongside John. And I work with uh, John and Nicola and my name's Paul Middleborough and I'm also an Assistant Police and Crime Commissioner for West Mercia. So um, lots of lots of names and, and lots of titles, but as as commissioner, I wanted to uh, to recruit two uh, two assistants uh, to support uh, Tracy, my deputy, and I in the work across West Mercia um, uh, for a number of reasons. And uh, six months in now, I think some of it will come out in, in our conversation. Um, but the primary ones being in a very large force area like West Mercia, one point two million people. Um, we need capacity to ensure that uh, we are the voice of the public at the heart of policing. We can not only hear those that want to talk to us, but also engage with those who, who might not necessarily be uh, wanting to uh, talk or indeed ha- perhaps feel that they're empowered uh, to talk, have their views heard. Uh, but the other element um, is it's a big area. And I know you guys over the last six months have uh, helped Tracy and I cover some of that ground. And I've never failed to be amazed how big... <laughs> The geography is uh, in in West Mercia, whether it be Whitchurch in the north or Whitchurch yeah. in the in the south, the Welsh border or the border all the way across on the metropolitan and Staffordshire uh, force areas, uh, and that capacity uh, to help work with that community and ensure that we are uh, serving all of them really uh, really I- important. But if we start off, because I think. Um, uh, we don't get we don't do these roles um, out of the mundaneness of, of, of activity. It's for a purpose, isn't it? A, 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 a commissionership and, and the support that goes with it is about the elements of serving our community. And I'm just interested, uh, six months in from you guys, what bits do you enjoy the most? Is, Paul, is there a is there a moment you thought to yourself oh, that's been really worthwhile uh, to be involved over the last six months? I think. Um... I enjoy going out and meeting the community, which means meeting individuals or organisations in the community, largely involved with Worcestershire and Herefordshire, uh, which, as John has just said, is in itself a big area. If it was just those two counties, it's a big area. Uh, And it's to go out and listen to what the community are actually saying about the police. It's there to listen as well as a community. It's listen to those organisations who work with victims and help victims and also who help offenders because actually we want to ensure that offenders are moving in the right direction and they understand uh, their obligations to society as well. So organisations, people, and I've sort of got a feeling I've lived in Worcestershire and Herefordshire in a sense for a long time and I have a a feeling for those communities whether it's the demographics or the environment but the people are the important part of the community and in this role I can get out and meet people perhaps even more so than I have done in other roles I've played in the past. So so what about yourself Nick Clara? Yeah absolutely I think similarly to, to what Paula said it's that actually 
element of engaging with the public, engaging with the community, particularly when we're hearing directly um, some, some of my experience of working with victims, of working with survivors, hearing about their experiences, what could be improved, whether that be what's happened in their experience in the police force, services, um, and really try and see the gaps of potentially where our service provision is. We've got some excellent services in place, as I've seen from, from victim services that, that you've uh, commissioned, John, and I think it's just about how we can um, identify what even more we can do. I think particularly the areas of focus that I focused on are um, sexual violence, domestic abuse, um, child sexual exploitation, where we've really looked at, you know, what is taking place in the community and heard from victims directly. Uh, and then feeding that back either to yourself, John, or to the wider commissioning policy team. Um, so that's the part I, I find very engaging and, and very worthwhile that we can actually hear directly from services um, and people in the community. And as you said, I do focus um, for the north of the force, so it's Telford and Recon and Shropshire. Uh, and I think it's important to provide that visibility to those areas, both in terms of what the public are feeding back uh, and wanting you to focus on as a commissioner and equally, um, I suppose, certainly from the police force, what are they are doing um, and what we can better do to improve that relationship with the public. If I could areas. just follow on from that, Nicola, I mean, so the other group that I have been meeting has obviously been police officers. Mm. And... Uh, to see the range of different work that they do, whether it's with individuals, mm. with property, is absolutely amazing. The yeah. advice that they're giving in polite and very professional way to yeah. individuals, really, whether they're on the streets in Worcester talking to a homeless person or they're talking to a, a farmer who's just had mm. 100 sheep rustled, mm. It's fantastic the way that they have empathy yeah. with individuals. It often strikes me as commissioner, the, 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 the geography, obviously, that I've talked about, but that, that point you've just made about the range of activity, mm. um, yeah. because one of the things that you know, I, I've seen from you guys is the element to ensure that the, that the priority list is always never-ending, isn't it? Yeah. Actually getting down to areas that we aren't always getting to mm. or, or going yes. more often than perhaps we... Um, were able to before I've really seen that different. Is it what you expected? You guys haven't really, I know that you're both aware of what the Police and Crime Commissioner was, but is joining the Office and Police and Crime Commissioner what you what you expected? It is. I think in terms of the community element, I always hoped it would be what, what it is, that we're able to get out there, really spend quality time with the public community, police force, and really, should we say, you know, I suppose close that circle really and see what else we can do. But equally, I suppose I didn't appreciate the, uh, you know, the, the, the size of your team as well, John, that the, the excellent breadth of work that you do cover in terms of service provision, governance. And it's just opened my eyes a lot more to what the role of the Police Crime Commissioner does in terms of the breadth of uh, services you, you provide and equally the work that your, you and your team do uh, in terms of policy, the commissioning side. So it's that that certainly opened my eyes to really appreciate that the breadth of work that a police crime commissioner does. Because I think the, I, I, and I would understand why, and the role is fairly new in the grand, grand scheme of things, but um, the obviously a role in acting as the governance of the police, uh, mm. Nicola, but in, in the, what you've just described in terms of um, uh, commissioned services, I don't think there is a great awareness in the public that actually mm. I do provide um, you know, a significant Great. amount of resource for services yeah. that support victims uh, yep. that you know, runs, I think, about £8 million um, currently. And that, that resource is outside of the police for, for very good, Definitely. Very good reason in, in, in the most part. 
and, and also we run an estates function uh, and usually here we run uh, the estates for the for the police it was an outsourced um, uh, organization before and that finished so then we brought it back into my office rather than back into yes. the force and that role of um, governance plus I like yeah. to call it is the bit that goes that goes with it I think I, I think I should have known a lot more about what you did, John, because I was chairman of the police and crime panel, largely when your predecessor was there. But I didn't appreciate in that role, and I don't think the panel appreciated in that role, mm. the depth that you actually go into in supporting, as I've said before, victims and offenders and the general public out mm. in the community. But the other thing that I've found is that the office is a fantastic place to work and I've been thinking about this Mm. more recently but you've got a young team there Mm. who are enthusiastic they're professional in the way that they uh, operate and support me and I'm sure John and Tracy and Nick and there's a huge commitment there and I think Mm. that commitment that they have makes for a commissioner who can really hold the police to account yeah. and can also be out there supporting the community. What would your, what would your typical days look like? I know the, the question's a, a bit of a loaded one because I don't <laughs> think there is a typical day, but what would, you, what would you say is a good day that we'd see as, as typical? What would it include ordinarily? I mean, typically I can be, you know, anywhere across, as I've said, sort of Shropshire, yeah. Telford and Reakin, or obviously in Hindley. But a typical day would be either meeting with a victim or a survivor, particularly talking about their experience, whether that be part of individual or a group basis, uh, or, or meeting with a service. At the moment, I'm really trying to get a good understanding, hopefully, of obviously our service provision, what difference it does make. Uh, and then looking to see where we can expand or grow that service um, or look at other areas as well, along with meeting with the police force. So um, it is very sort of, um, should we say, public facing, which I think is, is certainly crucial to this role to really provide hopefully that, that feedback and information to you as commissioner. It's certainly not a nine to five job. No. <laughs> it's a weekend job as well as an evening job in terms yeah. of what a, I'm doing. And I think the themes are there are similar to what Nicola says. It, it's learning about what's happening and that can be learning from people in community and organisations but it's also learning from the police officers Mm. themselves and it's listening to what people are actually telling you and I think the other side of it is reporting back Mm. so that the commissioner's office know what's there and also picking up what's going on in the office so if I'm going somewhere I know what the issues may have been and where to pick yep. those issues and and what to product. The other thing which I like to do in terms of community uh, is to read online the local newspapers, not the items about the police themselves, but the items about actually what's going on in the community and if such and such an organisation is doing things it does give you contacts because that wider community uh, issue i see as part of a big part of our role as, as the governance in mm. in being yes of course my mission around uh, my safe west mercy plan reducing um, crime etc um, but it can't be done in isolation can it mm. the police can't do it in isolation it's got to be all of the system and those community issues are always uh, you know yeah. co- either a contributory yeah. factor often or indeed a as a result of uh, some of the other uh, behavior and understanding that i I agree is 
is key. Um, as I've just said, uh, uh, delivering my Safe West Mercy plan, reducing crime, is at the centre of, of, of why we're here. How do you how do you measure yourselves? How do you how do you say to yourself, well, actually, this is the um, uh, this is the difference, or this is the thing that I I personally measure measure myself about involvement? What's that? I'm trying, I suppose, to get the, the gratification element. I suppose I'm trying to trying to get out. I think it's ensuring I always take something away from either a meeting, because as you say, it's sort of certain a big part of our role is building relationships both with the community and partners and equally with obviously the police force as well to hopefully get the best outcomes possible. So for me, I always like to try and focus on, uh, you should we say, either ensuring I've learned something or taking something away and making sure I'm either feeding that back to um, yourself, John, directly or the wider team, whether that be looking at policy, particular service that we might either expand or a, a new opportunity for commissioning. Um, so I think it's just trying to ensure that we do have some degree of measurable outcomes. Uh, whilst it is great to, you know, attend community events, for example, are a big part of our, our role as well. And it's, you know, being quite accessible, available to the public, making sure that we are seen as a point of contact if the public need any support or have any ideas they'd like you to focus on as commissioner. So it's just always ensuring that we're there as someone that, that is approachable and accessible to, to everyone, really, and ensure that we try and deliver on some of the feedback uh, and actually ensure some deliverable outcomes as well on, on what yeah, we're being I'm, told. That progress, that uh, actual tangible not just hearing but doing yes i don't think it's seeing a group and then reporting back to the group and saying Mm. actually i can help you with this or i know somebody who can help you with this and then following up and it's getting that commitment from partners to help those groups and individuals yeah, I think it's being proactive as, as well as mm. reactive, which is that balance, isn't it? I think we can certainly see the police forces moving towards a, a much more preventative sort of approach. And yeah. you can see mm. that in the threads of what partners are trying to achieve yeah. um, to avoid it getting to a reactive situation where someone is was, was regrettably a, a victim or in the criminal justice system. The pledge is one of the drives within the, the Safe West Mercy Plan is around the, being the voice of the community uh, at the heart of policing. And uh, you just touched on it then, Nicola, around uh, sometimes it's, it's those that want to talk to us or, or the loudest voice that we sometimes hear, but that balancing that out. And I'm just interested in really from, from the two of you around how we mix that up, as it were. Have you got things in your mind over, over the next six months? Um, ensure that we are living that value of, of hearing everybody. Yeah, I think, well, certainly the work I've done with your team, John, it's trying to really see how we can tap into different parts of our community, whether that be, um, for example, we've just done a, a campaign on violence against women and girls. We've really tried to go out in their community, hear from uh, people in high school through to victims directly that have sadly um, experienced sexual abuse to uh, services as well to actually get their ideas and input on uh, what is taking place in the community, what we can do to change or, um, should we say, change our approach and what we can do to support uh, victims more more widely um, and I think as well it's just trying to ensure that we are hearing from the wider spectrum of community so one thing we're looking at at the moment as you're aware of is potentially a youth commission where we can maybe hear from different parts of our community uh, and make sure that we do get that diverse group of people but I think what I try and do ensuring that we are in, in lots of different places in the community whether that be parish council meetings whether that be community events uh, and really just seeing how possibly as well through our services we can hear through victims voice more uh, and make sure that is captured so that's certainly a, a key aspect that I try and push locally within the, the north of the force particularly is to make sure that we do hear from a wide uh, representation of views and then equally make sure that is fed back to, to you or your team to um, consider. Yeah, the, the wide community 
I, th I think it's always important that we look at the community and that we're not just looking at a static community mm -hmm. in, that, in that sense. And I was very interested, I was on a Zoom for Stephen Lawrence Day mm. about hate last week. Uh, and his brother, who is very much involved in demonstrating and talking to groups about hate crime, was saying that there are some very good people who we consult with, and they've done a great job, but we must always look for other people to actually see how things are developing. We want to see the next generation or the next group of people with issues to come forward. And I think we've got to be aware of that. You both come from a background of, of, of representing the public, you know, in, 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 in smaller areas in West Mercia, because that's <laughs> the, the biggest geography we, we've got in representation in our part of the world, isn't it? What do you see as the key bits, um, you know, that skill sets that, that you that you saw uh, being uh, I think, tangible? Um, as you say, I've, I've been a councillor for 21 years. I was able to lead a council which did actually listen to what people wanted uh, and told them about what we were doing, but haven't just been a councillor because I was an officer of a county council. Mm. And I think it's looking at the relationship because they're all looking after the involved with the community one way or another. There's partners to work with. So I think encouraging partners to work with us, but encouraging partners to work together and not be precious about their own organisations because uh, policing a safer community covers all areas of the public sector, education, health, collecting the dustbins. It's all part of it. It's all part of the society we live in, isn't it? And uh, What about yourself, Nicola? What, um, what were the bits that you think that, the bits that come across? I think certainly from my background in local government, it gave me a really good understanding, I feel, of, of the landscape in Telford and Reekin and Shropshire. I think a lot of the challenges that we face um, are particularly different in some areas if we compare probably Telford and Reekin to Worcester, for example. Um, and I think it just gave me a really good understanding of some of the public uh, views, should we say, uh, with regards to crime and equally, I think, some of the interactions with different services. So for me, it gave me a really strong foundation to, I suppose, provide that strong voice for the public. Um, certainly in local government, I felt as though I was quite successful at raising public profile on things that mattered in our community. Uh, a particular area that I got involved with as a local councillor was working with victims of child sexual exploitation. Um, for many years, they called for an inquiry and it was providing some voice to that element to make sure that views were heard. So I was seen as someone that was very pragmatic, someone that, that would listen and really try and ensure that we had action on the issues that mattered to the community. Um, and I think, you know, certainly from the work I've done, it's allowed me to engage with particularly victims and survivors in our community, make them feel very empowered to have their voice heard. Uh, and to weekly present a platform where I'm able to work with partners to actually voice those concerns to the wider public. Um, and I think it's just given me a great solid day journey into hopefully being able to support the work that you do as well, John. Because that, that interesting contention of, because not everybody's supposed to agree, are they, in terms of being able to raise issues where there mm. is disagreement or lack of understanding, all those kind of things, and that, that ability to do that. And I do see that as a role uh, I've got. So some of our also directly about governance and it's about providing services but sometimes it's also about hearing mm. and, and and understanding uh, so sometimes in the podcast i asked if you were 
commissioner for a day, well, you, you've got greater access than that. You're assistant PCCs. You, you get to do it every day. But if there, was, if there was something that you would say to yourself, well, actually, this is an area where you know, we've got to redouble our effort. Is there one that you'd pick? Is there one that you'd say, this is the area where... Well, there were several, but I think an immediate one to pick would be to do with schools. Yeah. And I would like there almost to be, do we call it an action day or a day, pupils in schools and students had the opportunity to understand the issues of victims and the consequences of offenders yeah. so that they could actually get a feel for the implications of law and order and justice across West Mercia. I think it comes in uh, with the younger groups, primary schools I'd, I'd start with, and different approach in each of them. But I think it's there that something could be done, and I think it fits in victim abuse that Nick's been talking mm. about earlier, for mm. younger children to yeah. take the whole story through as they grow up and become adults. Mm. I think, as you say, John, a lot of the work we're already doing is assistant PCC, mm. so you know, there's, uh, we have a great opportunity to feed into to commission and actually take some of these ideas forward. I think an area that I'm particularly interested in is our violence against women and girls strategy, making sure that the force have a very robust strategy on that front. Obviously, we have the national framework from the government and it's making sure that actually um, is delivered locally within our force. Um, and an area that I'm particularly focusing on is around sexual violence. Again, it's maybe looking at more broadly uh, possibly why uh, victims, some victims aren't coming forward. I know I think it's something that less than 10% of victims actually come forward um, to actually uh, take their case formally forward to the police. So it's doing a, a lot more work if we could really in those areas to understand uh, why people are coming, not coming forward uh, or maybe looking at prosecution rates, really trying to push that agenda either with the CPS or the criminal justice system um, and just trying to really see where we can sort of explore that further to make sure uh, that when p- people do have the confidence of coming forward as a victim that they feel supported through that journey and, and equally hopefully get the outcome that they, they deserve. Well, the great thing about that question is that I recognise both the answers. So in terms of, you know, it's, uh, and it's good to hear, uh, you know, two quite different but connected subjects, mm. you know, that engagement mm-hmm. with the younger people, yeah. but that wider, the wider uh, issues in society, because that's what it is, isn't it? There's, yes. a, there's an issue in, in society that we've got to play our part in. And I think that's, that's the beauty, isn't it? I think me and Paul mm. probably come at things with, with different backgrounds, different experience, yeah. and I think we can really tap into hopefully, you know, different aspects of our community and, and take ideas forward to hopefully ensure they're delivered. As part of the uh, building of this podcast, we asked the public uh, for some questions to which we, we've had some. Um, one, one of the questions it, uh, we've touched on a little is around victims. So uh, just give us, uh, give us an example of, of, of around hearing from victims directly um, uh, and, and I suppose uh, 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 an area where you think that's made a, a difference, I suppose, in, in the last six months. Is there one that you'd, you'd pick? Yeah, so I did a podcast most recently, which um, will be out soon on our podcast, uh, with a victim of child sexual abuse. Um, I think that was very powerful to hear from that victim about their experience of uh, with the police, 
um, obviously going to court. And equally, um, I suppose there's a light at the end of the tunnel that you can rebuild, uh, that there are excellent services out there to support you if you do decide to come forward. So I think that was a real a positive message, hopefully, to anybody that has regrettably experienced um, any uh, any type of crime, uh, any type of victim. Um, so I think it's that's why it's important, I think, that to do all we can to really promote uh, the impact and equally at the outcome for victims in our community. The, um, another question that we've had was around um, what do you plan to do around uh, tackling uh, violence against women and girls? And I know, Nick, you, you've kind of picked up part of the portfolio, mm. but I'm, I'm actually interested in, in Paul in terms mm. of um, it's in all of our works, as it were, and how do you... Uh, you know, not necessarily being a, a policy lead for it. And how do you then see that that focus uh, uh, of of the particular agenda affect your work? I'm always concerned that when I speak to some community groups, when they, they talk about crime in their area, they're interested in quite rightly uh, motoring crime, crime and burglaries and some antisocial behaviour, but there is a heads down and people don't want to listen about violence either within families or specifically against women and I think there's got to be a change there where the community itself will take some responsibility and it's a big responsibility because the community individuals neighbors know what's happening next door to them on occasions so when I've spoken to parish and town clerks it's something that I've tried to stress with them that it is just as important as some of the physical things that they are dealing with as a town or parish council Mm. it's their people and they want their people to be safe and well and not be frightened I think that's a, that's a key bit of, uh, uh, another key bit, sorry, not a key bit, another key bit of our role around the, that engagement with the community in terms of understanding their priorities, absolutely, mm. but also the balancing out about the other things that might not necessarily be, um, that are on their radar, but actually are still important and to the people that they serve and that we serve. Um, I am really grateful for uh, both of you in, uh, in, in your work with uh, myself, uh, supporting Tracy and I, uh, in that wider um, system of police and crime commissioning in, in West Mercia. And uh, really grateful for not only the capacity that, of course, you brought, uh, the two of you, but more importantly, the way uh, that you do it. It's uh, been fascinating to watch because you're both very different and do it in a different way. The mission is still the same mm. and the execution will be, will be different, uh, but actually... Uh, that commitment to wanting to uh, not only uh, serve our community but also make that difference is really really strong and I'd like to thank you both as well for just joining today and uh, talking about it on our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. If uh, listeners are interested to the work uh, uh, that myself uh, and the deputy and, and the two assistants that, that we've just heard from uh, do in the in the community's name of course we uh, seek to publicize uh, that work uh, um, on our social media channels and, and in local media and alike. And uh, if you put into your search engine West Mercy PCC, um, uh, my website will, will come up and uh, it should all be uh, detailed. And if there is uh, either an issue in your community 
or, or something that needs to be highlighted or indeed you want to have your, your voice heard um, on that same website is all of the uh, contact details of how to get in touch. And I'd like to thank you for listening to this latest Safer West Mercia podcast. Mm-hmm.